Hello, and welcome to Atomic Radio, where we show a guide and I'm to the post-apocalyptic, the post-nuclear podcast. This is episode 63, and I am your host, Vince. I'm your original series host, Declan. What's new? Not much. I just got this fancy glass of water because I'm still getting over a throat cold. Mmm, a throat cold. Yeah, that was some, some nasty, yucky stuff. I don't know. I love that, like, colds get designated to parts of bodies. I mean, it makes sense. No, I know. It's just something that I wouldn't think of. Like, oh, I had a, like, like, I had a fucking nose cold, or a head cold, or a throat cold, or a mouth cold, but like... Or like a, a stomach ache, which is like... Well, that's yeah. a that's an ache, but you that, never... That's, a, that's an ache, yeah. <laughs> you never be like, I had a colon cold. Like, I had a chilly butt for a little while, you know what I mean? Like, no one would yeah. say some shit like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've, got a, I've got an elbow cold. A what? An elbow cold? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. I almost said elbow to begin with. Um, I mean, the only uh, the only kind of cold that I've had in my arms is a cold shoulder. I, I'm proud of that one, yes. Many, you don't have to ask. How many fucking minutes are we into this? One minute and 45 seconds. Oh. Did you, like, think of that as we were starting up? I thought of it as we were talking about different obscure colds. Alright. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, anything else new? Anything else fun? Um, not really. I've kind of had a pretty boring week. Boring weekend. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it was the first weekend I didn't really have anything to do, so I just kind of rested, especially because I was sick. Funny how that so. works out. You finally get a fucking week off, and oh, I'm sick now. Yeah, I mean it was great because I just kind of got to sit around and just like watch TV and just not poison people. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of nice to have nothing to do. Cool. How about you, my friend? How are you doing? I've got a story to tell. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll tell it. I'll tell it after the lore because it's a little long. Okay. So do you want to just jump right into the lore? Yeah, let's jump right in. Go ahead. All right. So I get all my my lore off of the Fallout wiki. Uh, fallout.fandom.com slash wiki um, so we're going to talk about and I don't know how to say this name it's the, the, the overseer of Vault 13 uh, Jacarin Jacorin Jacarin I don't I'm not sure I looked up how to say it and Google Translate was like like huh, and I was like whoa that's a little hmm, I don't know if I can say that uh, <laughs> so I'm not even going to try because of my Jacarin. fucking tiny trog brain. <laughs> but I'm going to probably say Jacarin or Jacorin or something. Uh, it's J-A-C-O-R-E-N is his name. Um, he's the overseer of Vault 13 and 2161, and he genuinely cares about the vault dwellers and everyone inside of the vault. In 2161, the water chip breaks and, he, and shuts down the water for purification for the vault and he sends the vault dweller into the waste to find a replacement the vault dweller finds out about the mutant threat and takes care of it and then he is exiled from the vault um so when you when when he when you come back to the vault uh he he the overseer is portrayed the entire time as a guy like i said who genuinely cares and when you talk to him he says that you're doing this to further the vault you're there to further humanity you're there basically to, to save humanity. everyone yeah you're you're more or less for as far as you know 
saving the world because your world is a small little bubble underground. Um, so when you return back with the water chip and after you've defeated the master's army and you've you've defeated uh, most of the mutants, you come back and he says to you, this is the exact quote that he says to you, you've done it. It's wonderful. Amazing. I'm so proud of what you've accomplished and what you've endured. There's no way that the people of the vault can ever thank you enough for what you've done. You've saved all of our lives, maybe even the human race. This makes this even harder. Everyone will want to talk to you. Every youngster will look up to you and want to emulate what you did. And then what? Then they'll want to leave. What happens to the vault if we lose the best of a generation? What if we're the only safe place in the world? You just gave us all... You just gave us back... Fuck, I wanted to read this without fucking up. You just gave us back all these lives. I can't take... I can't take the chance of losing them. I've made wow. a lot of tough decisions since I took the position, this position, but none of them harder than this one. You, you saved, saved us, us, but, but you'll, you'll kill, us. kill us. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're a, You're hero. a hero, and you, you have, have to leave. leave. So... Holy get shit. Lost. Yeah. So, which is a really interesting way, because I, I have it written down here, and we'll get to it again. Vault 13 was supposed to stay closed for 200 years, mm. and it was to see the effects of prolonged isolation on a group of people, and he was well aware of that. He knew that. I don't think, it, I don't see why it would be, it was never explained to the dwellers that, like, oh, hey, you only have, like, you have pretty much a lifetime to be in here. Yeah. Um... It's also 2161. It's 80-something years after the bombs have dropped, so I, it, it, I doubt that he's 100-and-something years old. It was most likely passed down to him from another vault, or the, uh, the, the last overseer. He's probably, like, a second-generation overseer. Or third. Yeah. Um, oh, it's actually the next part I had in my notes. Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it kind of... I never really thought of it as, like, hey, we need to save these people, but also, like... Their ignorance is bliss, like in this situation. Like, it really is just, hey, um, don't think about it, it never happened. So, he's probably gonna fix, cause he, cause you come back and you're like, I fixed the water, like I have this chip here, and then you leave. So, he probably went back inside and was like, hey everybody, he's dead. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, he's ruling by fear in a sense. He's like, yeah, he helped us, but he got overzealous. He got greedy, and he went back out, and he died. Hmm, wow. You know what I mean? Like, is Like, it... kind of twisting the story around. Well, After I mean, all you've it's... done. I don't think it's ever, um... I don't think it's ever, like, said, like, oh, hey, this is what he said. But even though he didn't want people to leave the vault, people wound up leaving the vault... And I'm pretty sure, because we did the lore on Arroyo, I'm pretty mm. sure re uh, people left 13, found the Vault Dweller, and helped him start Arroyo. So, like, even sheltering the people then didn't really take... They were, yeah, they were fucked as soon as he came back the second time. Because it was like, he left and came back. He survived. Even if you went back and were like, hey, um... They went out there and they're dead. It's like, yeah, but he came back that one time, so it's possible. Mm -hmm. And all you need is that glimmer of hope. Glimmer of hope, yeah. And you're fucking... You could accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. If the Vault Dweller sides with the Master during the destruction 
of Vault 13, the Overseer can be... I, I know you've never seen this, so I wanted to bring this up. Yeah, I've the never o- seen this. The Overseer can be seen attempting to hold off the invading mutants with a minigun-equipped Overseer's chair before being brutally beaten to death by two super mutants. Jesus. He had a chair that had guns on it. Is there, like, an image of that oh, on yeah, the wiki? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll put it I'll put it on the thing. Uh, I might even just put the whole cutscene of him fucking... Oh, is it the thing that looks like down. a little tiny spaceship? Yeah, are you looking at it now? Yeah, I'm on the wiki it's page now. Holy nuts. shit. That's so cool. If you kill uh, Jacarin at the end of the... You know what? I feel bad that, like, I don't know how to pronounce this, but at least I'm not fucking pronouncing... So, I'm not pronouncing it, like, fucking totally you're rough. Not, yeah, you're not, like, adding letters or... Yeah. I'm not pronouncing Myron Mirnon. Uh, uh, so if you kill Jackerin at the end of the game, uh, his death animation is exceedingly brutal, and I will put the gif of it yeah, on that's, screen. It's whoa. fucking his entire like half is blown off, and he's like, "Oh, let me try to crawl towards safety." Before yeah, you I just die. Boone's wife that dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> holy shit! Uh, he's actually one of the only NPCs in the franchise up until fucking Bethesda bought it. Uh, that he's a car- an NPC that is not killable. Hmm. So, I mean, you can kill him at the end of the game, but the game ends right there. Yeah. So, like... It's like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the quest, Trouble on the Homefront in Fallout 3, Amada says to the Lone Wanderer, I'm sorry, you're a hero, and you have to leave, right after she exiles you from 101. Uh, That's a nice callback. Yeah. But this is only if you kill the Overseer. Uh, mm. If you convince the Overseer to allow the vault to stay open, they will be thankful, or she will be thankful, but reluctantly exile you to uh, from the vault due to the other dwellers in the vault blaming the Lone Wanderer for their problems inside. Oh. And something that I thought was really interesting, Tim Kane. I'm going to actually... Let me just double check to make sure I have... Tim Kane says this... I always thought a Fallout story, Fallout story of drawing straws, was something the Overseer thought of. Look, someone has to go outside, and they may die out there. So let's draw straws. Someone, someone, probably not the Overseer, since he wouldn't have gone outside no matter what. Demanded that everyone draw a straw in order to be uh, to be a true to be truly fair. But to be honest, the Vault Dwellers were simply terrified of going outside, and terrified people do not always make the wise decision. Anyway, when Big Dumb Larry drew a straw, maybe maybe the Overseer saw it as a way to rid their limited gene pool of some really bad alleles. Hmm. So, not only was he like, oh, hey, I have to lie to these people and say that you died because you're a good, good man, and you pretty much saved humanity... Well, you pretty much saved humanity in the sense that you destroyed the fucking mutants... Mm-hmm. But also, we're only putting you out there because your genes are somewhat inferior to what everyone else is. Like. Jesus, you know what I mean? Like, hey, oh, yeah. You wow, I never knew how like uh, macabre oh, that actually is. One is fucking brutal. That's brutal. Fallout One is just like it's yes or no. There is no eh. like it's very like you're either dead or you're not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all I have on Jacorin. Damn. <laughs> you have anything you want to say about him? No, I just, uh, I didn't expect that level of complexity from that dude. Yeah, right? like, and it's not even a super long, like, I'm looking at the, I have the thing open right now, it's not even super long. Yeah, it's not that long at all. 
There's a lot. There's here. I don't have this written down, but I'll read it to you. Um, if you have low intelligence, he says shit to you. Uh, like, oh, that's great. Can I have the chip now? Or can I have the chip, please? Uh, <laughs> no, not that. Like very patronizing. Yeah. He goes, no, not that. I want the computer chip. And there's one that says, no, the chip. Give me the chip! <laughs> uh, thank you. Now go to the library and rest for a while, okay? And my personal favorite, yes, you can touch things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can actually download all those sounds if you want to add them. You're way ahead of me. <laughs> or I'm way ahead of you. Um... I actually want to listen to one. Hold on. Okay. Which one? Which one? Because I'll put it in right here. No, not that. I want I the, to the computer, computer chip. Oh, yeah, I'll put that there. <laughs> um, yeah, really, really. I love his... I, I just... I like this character a lot more than I thought I did now after reading this. And yeah, I kind of thought he was... animation, arms and legs everywhere with sinew and decay. Yeah, you could see the freaking ribcage. Jesus. Yeah, he got Boone's wife before it was cool. Yeah, jeez. With the bloody mess trait or the berserker, or child killer traits, or a low Ooh. reputation right after the overseer's goodbye speech at the end of the game, the vault dweller will automatically put away any held weapon, draw a pistol, and shoot the overseer in the back. So it's automatic. Wow. Huh. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Hmm. Final thoughts, my friend. Final thoughts. Um, definitely a cooler character than I thought. Originally, I thought it was just like, hey, here's the start of the game. Now, get lost. And there wasn't much depth to it. Yeah. But definitely some, some more to it. And the animation is so metal, I just can't stop watching it. Yeah. Holy shit. No, that's all I have. So, alright. I got a story for you. Alright, shoot. Borderlands 3 is fucking awesome. Is it? It's so good. Alright, cool. I haven't played it yet, so... It's so fucking good. Like... Yeah? Ugh, I'm gonna... Uh, hold on. I have to send you what Kyle sent me. Or I have to send you what I sent Kyle. Okay. Alright. It's, it's you, so... You, you're, you've, you got it at the midnight release, right? Uh, okay, so Kyle and I went to the midnight release on... Uh, it was a Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm in the wrong chat. It was a Thursday. So we go, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm there, I'm bitching. Hold on, let me put this down. You're doing your old Games Aren't Fun Anymore bit. Okay. So Kyle, you see it, but I'm not going to put it on screen yet. Mm -hmm. Kyle told me he screenshotted this because he couldn't believe it. Kyle and I go to the midnight release, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like... Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm getting it because I know I'm gonna play it with a bunch of friends and like, it's whatever. I got high hopes for it, but like to be honest, I didn't really, I didn't have a ton of fun with Borderlands Two. Mm -hmm. It was all right. I was, personally love Borderlands Two. It's one of my favorite like looter shooters. Yeah, I can see that, but like playing three, I'm just kind of like, this is what two should have been. Mm. Um. Because now that, like, I play 3 and I play 2, I don't know if it's limitation. Because it did come out on the past generation. Maybe that's mm -hmm. why. Okay, this is the perfect way to explain it to you. I played Borderlands 3 and I said to Kyle, I, this is the first time I think I've ever felt like I'm playing a next-gen game. Really? This is the first time I've ever felt like I'm playing something next-gen. Hmm. Everything just felt like an upgrade of, of another thing. It never felt next-gen. I don't know what it is about this... Declan, it's so good. 
So we're at we're at the midnight release, and I'm like, yeah, fuck video games. They're not fun anymore. I haven't had fun since 24. And Noah showed up, right? Oh, so, nice. Friend so, of the show, Noah. Yeah, so my fucking dumbass always goes to midnight releases super early, because I just want to get the, the best spot in line. Mm-hmm. So I'll show up at like 3, 4 o'clock, and they'll be like, don't come back till 6. And I'm like, can you just give me the, the spot now? Or I'll just be like, all right, I'll be here at 6. Give me the spot. And... Yeah. Because I, I, I don't want to be... And it's a reason around. to, like, hang out with your friends and exactly, stuff. It's, exactly, exactly. It's, it's an event. Yeah, like, I go, Kyle and I walk around. We walked around inside of GameStop for, like, four or five hours just bullshitting. <laughs> just because it's, like, that's my favorite part of a midnight release. Is, like, walking around, talking to other people. Like, hey, man, yo, guy, what's up, dude? Like you excited? Like, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not into it. And I'm like, I don't really know the story. And, like, I don't know who's who. And, Bruh. and like... Oh, spoiler that. Spoiler that's alert fucking that. six years old. No snot. That came out in uh in Tales. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck it, sorry. I'll put yeah. a flashing spoiler alert thing. Um shit, sorry. But whatever. No, no problem. I'm just like, uh, uh, yeah, and like Kyle's telling me like, oh yeah, there's fucking like he's like it's all about corporate greed. I'm like, how are these games about corporate greed and I don't love them more? Yeah, they're way about corporate greed. And it's like, all I, about fuck capitalism. Yeah, but I, like, never picked up on it. Like, I don't know, maybe because I always looked at... Bo- Borderlands 1 is a very different game from Borderlands 2. And I oh, enjoyed yeah. the shit out of Bo- Borderlands 1. I played a lot of it alone. Like, Ooh. I just remember loving that game. And I kind of feel the same way about Borderlands 3 that I did about 1. Because I don't fucking stop thinking about the game. It's like, good. It's, it's like, good that's leaving an impression. I, I, like, don't know who the fuck I am. Because I haven't had... Like, dude, I'm in there talking to the dude who works at GameStop. I'm like, I I was like, fuck video games. The last fun video game I played, I couldn't even tell you. Because, like, I haven't had fun since 2014. I was like, Doom was alright. Probably won't go back to it. Resident Evil 7, fucking amazing. But it's like a seven-hour game, so I don't really have the need to go back to it. It's probably going to be one of those games that I'll go back to, like, once every few years. Just to, like, you know... Just to have a little, like, a fun time. Yeah, because I could beat it in six hours. Right. And, like, I'm like, ah, fuck it. Like, am I wasting money? And, like, it was a couple days before payday, so I was a little light on cash. And I'm like, ah, mm, ah, mm, ah, mm. Like, what am I going to do, right? So I go home, and I'm like, Kyle, I might play tomorrow. Whatever. And then... And then he's like, all right. I was like, look, if I get home at a proper time and it installs right away, I'll play. So I got home at, like, they, they, they midnight releases aren't even midnight releases anymore. I don't know if you know. It's not like 9, yeah. Yeah, they give you the game at 9 because by the time you go home and install it, it's fucking... It's midnight, uh, yeah. Yeah, but it downloaded and installed in, like, 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And uh, the only people that aren't doing that is Nintendo, apparently. Every other company is cool with you releasing the game at 9, except mm-hmm. for Nintendo. Yeah, makes sense. They're fucking old. I mean, they also have their own, like, content distribution network. I guess. They kind of, they keep everything in their own little package, and it's a little bit, it, it's Nintendo's way or the highway. I know, and that sucks. But, uh, they, they also don't really have, like, online. <laughs> uh... I mean, they actually, do, they just added better online features in the most recent update. Really, whatever. Yeah. This isn't the bitch about. Sorry, but yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. And like, I go home and I'm playing Borderlands with Kyle, and like, the first thing I did, the first fucking thing I did was I was like, Kyle, fight me. The first thing. <laughs> no, I lie. 
I started up my own game. I picked Flack, the robot Beastmaster, because he looked the coolest. And I'm always part and of And also Pro ZD. Well, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This dude was a Viner, and he's a YouTuber. Fucking give back. Um, even though I already bought the game, so we already got... Whatever. I'm like, first thing I did is I watched the cutscene, and I didn't realize, oh, I could just partner up with Kyle and then watch it together. The first thing I did was run and slide. And oh my god, is sliding fucking... Is it just like... And the game does a beautiful, beautiful thing of letting you discover things on your own. Oh, oh. I slid into an enemy, and it fucking knocked them back into a ragdoll. And I was like, you gotta be yeah. fucking kidding me. Yeah. I slid into them, and then while they went into a ragdoll, I fucking blasted them with a shotgun. So, okay. So, pretty fucking good. So then after that, I'm like, Kyle, fight me. Because we always used to fight each other when we used to play... No, I used to play when we Kyle, played on like, PlayStation, yeah. I'd be like, yo, just fight me quick. Just just for, for the lulls. And, like, I go and I use my melee attack, and it's so meaty. It's just such like, a bah! meaty hit. Like, it feels like it has weight. Oh, my God. And, like, it zooms in. And, like, when you hit somebody, like, it digs in. Like, oh, dude, there's so much fucking weight behind it. Like, and you really feel like you're piercing something. Like, you really feel like you're attacking in some manner, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so, like, I can't get over how fucking fun it is. Like, I, okay, so, oh, I didn't even say the, the, the text I sent to Kyle. So I got out of work and I sent oh, Kyle. Oh, yeah, you didn't even say that yet. <laughs> I got out of work and I sent to Kyle, I'm going to be home in like 15 minutes. Do you want to play? As I cannot stop thinking about this game. <laughs> like, I was at work all day thinking about fucking sliding and shooting. And here's here's the moment that I... Jump like, and shoot, man. Here's the moment I knew I <laughs> loved the fucking game. Early on on, Pan, on Pandora, right? Are you, do a, you start on Pandora? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't actually know that. Early on, it starts like every other Borderlands game, which I don't think... I just bought Borderlands 3. You bought it now? Yeah, I was on going what? to wait for... On uh, Ep- uh, Epic. And oh, dude, I- we can't be fucking friends. We can't be I know. fucking friends. Return it. However... Buy it on PlayStation. Um, eventually. Um, basically, here's the thing. I was going to wait for Steam because fuck their exclusivity policy on Epic, but hearing you get excited about a video game kind of turned me. Nah, dude, return it. Nah. No, I can't have you do that. I can't have you support... I can't have you support Epic. No, they make they're... too much money with, with, with uh, Fortnite. I'm not playing Fortnite, so... <sighs> well, here. There's a, you're, you're in a junkyard, right? And it's like, it's right. like a, ver- a, a typical Pandoran junkyard fucking... Go in there, shoot a psycho, come out, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle picks Zane. That's the, the gunner man? He's related to somebody. Uh, who's the fucking mustache man? <laughs> Hammerlock. I think he's related to Hammerlock. Okay. If not, he's related to someone who had something to do with Handsome Jack. Which, can I, I say... I thought he was related to Wilhelm. Yes. That's it. Um... Handsome Jack's one of the best written villains ever made. And you I can't don't think so. I, I fucking love Handsome Jack. I don't think he's that good. I really don't. I think I he's. Do. I think he's a wannabe. Um, I think he's a wannabe Joker. The Arkham series, I think, wrote a better Handsome Jack than. No, I uh, fucking love Handsome Jack. Dude. I don't. Know, he just doesn't. If he doesn't do him for, for you, that's fine. But I just know. I just don't see why everyone was like creaming their jeans or whatever. 
Kyle picks he's related to Wilhelm and oh on our people episode the one where we talked about like representation in games yeah, Hammerlock yeah. is gay yeah you said the only I completely, gay character I completely was, forgot about that was Janny and there was a moment where I thought Janny Springs was gonna show up it's, I, it's I, I super, love her. It's super early in the game, so I don't think I'm going to ruin anything, because I don't mm. know if she actually does show up or not, but, like, we were in some place, and I heard static and an accent, and I went, Oh, Janie Springs! It's like, it's Janie fucking Springs, Kyle. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. son, when they introduce the gambling, the Oh, how's the gambling machines, work? baby! Oh, my God! I spent all of my money, like, instantly. <laughs> Dude, because you gotta get that iridium, yo. There's fucking and like now, whenever whenever ammo and money drops, you just automatically pick it up. So anytime Ooh, you open a crate, nice. it just it's it's just inside of you. So I love that. That's a quality of life. Oh, change. dude, there's so many quality of life things like sliding and picking shit up. We got to the point where you can use the slot machines, mm-hmm. and we got we got some iridium, and then it was like, oh, you already have fifty. And we didn't even realize we picked it up. Oh, so here's the thing. I didn't even tell you the thing that, like, I I realized that I loved the game. You ready? Something so stupid. It was so cinematic in my mind. We're in a junkyard. Kyle jumps on top of a car, shooting at psychos. And I run from behind Kyle as he's shooting at a psycho. And I love Jacob's weapons, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm playing... Me too. They're, like, my favorites. I'm playing, like, I'm going to have two revolvers, a shotgun, and maybe an, an, uh... An assault rifle. That's how I'm going to play. Because um, I love Jake's pistol so goddamn much. Uh, I run in with a Jacob's fucking... And, like, the weapons don't... The Jacob's weapons don't look futuristic, and I really like that. Yeah, they look like classic, like, Wild Western. No, I love that now shit. they do. Like, before they kind of look futuristic, but now the shotguns are fucking, like, um, pump-action one shotgun shell at a time zombie killing fucking shotguns right? i'm excited because i haven't really seen anything about it yet yeah and i stood in the, the completely in the dark i maybe watched the trailer when they announced it at their conference yeah I, I watched the the trailer dude kyle's kyle's elevated he's maybe like a character and a half high shooting at these psychos and i run past him slide look at the fucking psycho and go and he fucking died and i i laughed out loud i was like did you fucking see that oh dude i can't i cannot get over the fact that like sliding just it it changes everything no not even that i can't get over like okay i'll be completely honest with you we have to we're recording like two hours earlier than we use three hours two hours two hours earlier than we usually record because yeah. i have to be at work early tomorrow but also because i just want to fucking play an hour of this <laughs> like i was like i was like oh exactly if we could record earlier i gotta go to work and then when i'm done i'll fucking play borderlands for now borderlands like, yeah <laughs> oh my god like I, I messaged kyle when i was doing laura i was like i'm gonna get done at eight do you want to play and he's like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Oh, my God. Dude, it's... I can't get over how far... I can't wait to come back in, like, two weeks and be like, yeah, it's all right. Like... <laughs> but, like... Ah, uh, dude. And we were sitting there at the midnight release, and we're talking about other games coming out. And and we're talking to Noah, and we're like, ah, oh, fucking Doom Eternal's coming out. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. I really like Doom 2016. And, uh, and then we started talking about the Outer Worlds. And I was like, you know what? If I don't love Outer Worlds, if I don't like Outer Worlds, if I don't find myself enjoying Outer Worlds, I'm dead on the inside. I'm excited for Outer Worlds. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, Alexa? Yeah, I told her to fuck off. Alexa, order six boxes of Pop-Tarts. I'm wearing headphones. 
bitch. I don't care about you. Everybody at home just got some fucking Pop-Tarts. I hope that they Uh-oh. didn't order, like, shitty blueberry ones. Like, I hope they ordered you, like... What do you like, mean? The blue the blueberry ones are... Ass. Wrong. No. However, the best flavor is raspberry. What are you, fucking gay? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> no way. No way. How Raspberry's tell- the best fucking You're gonna tart. tell me that when fucking s'mores, cookies and cream, hot fudge sundae. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a clear divide between fruity and non-fruity flavors, and I have favorites in each. Fruity, best one, raspberry. Non-fruity, best one, like s'mores. Which one's raspberry? Raspberry? It's like... Is that the one with the purple and the blue? No, it's it's pink. What's the purple and the blue one? Uh, I don't... Uh, that's like Wildberry, I think. Fuck them all, dude. Fuck that. The best, the best fruity one is Strawberry, and you know it. But Strawberry... Strawberry's pretty fucking good. No, but Raspberry. Does not hold, no. None of the fruity ones can hold a candle, can hold a match, can hold a fucking crow magnon finding out how to start fire next to s'mores hot fudge sundae cookies and cream fucking get the fuck out of here they have different merits cookies and cream some good shit i love me some cookies and cream but sometimes i just am feeling fruity you know that (laughs) (laughs) it's so good dude it's so good. Well, it's already 2% downloaded, so... Well, okay, here's the thing. We were... Am I bleeding? Oh, shit. Hopefully I'm, not. Uh, no, I'm not. I have a fucking gash in me, though. That's fun. Um, Noise. Um, we're talking about these other games, and I'm like, if I don't love The Outer Worlds, I'm dead on the inside. And someone just, like, kind of looked at me and laughed, and they're like, why? And I was like, because I don't, I don't like video games anymore, and The Outer Worlds seems like everything that I should love. Dialogue options, a silent protagonist, non-essential NPCs, quest lines, the trailer. A little bit of Wild West, a little bit of space. Yeah, the trailer, there's like corporate greed and espionage and shit. And like, the trailer has a a girl with a post-contemporary haircut doing this. Like, I'm like, oh, I should be all about this. And if I sit down and play that and I don't instantly love it, I'm just a a walking corpse. Like, there's no other way to put it. And I'm playing this going like, holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit, it's a lot of fucking fun. Like, I didn't buy... (laughs) And, like, we're playing it and I don't care about the story. And I never really did care about the story. Like... The See, story, I really like the story of Borderlands. I don't think it's... It's not a well-written story. It just... I, I don't like a lot of Borderlands' humor to begin with. A lot of it is just kind of low-hanging fruit, in my opinion. It's very low-brow. It's Th- just... That's fair. Haha, sex. Haha, poopy. Haha, pee-pee butthole. It's like... Alright, whatever. That's a fair critique, yeah. But, like... I'm playing it, and I'm like, okay, I can see this is the bad guy, and I can see this is the good guy, and I can see why this is a threat, and I can see why this is that. And... And the also characters. a giant monster. Yeah, the, oh, the fucking... I'll never forgive them for that, though. As much as I love Borderlands 1, there's two mons- There's two bosses that are just giant vaginas. Literal <sighs> giant vaginas. Just fucking labias flapping around. Fucking... Crom- what, what, Cromrax? No, not Cromrax. The fucking Rack Hive. And then mm. the final boss. That's like the worst final boss ever. Yeah, I'm, uh, 
I'm I'm ready to see what iteration of Cromrax exists in this one. Oh, I think we're gonna get the grandson of Cromrax. Grandson of Cromrax. Well, why not? It was Cromrax, Cromrax Junior, or the son of Cromrax. or son of Cromrax. And then it's I think it's gonna be the grandson of Cromrax. <laughs> I, I I don't know how many years later this takes place after two, and also two had the DLC that mm-hmm. explained what happened in between the two games. I didn't play that DLC, so I'm just gonna probably watch it section of it on youtube yeah kyle sent me a video that's like what has happened now between both games and kind of catches you up on the lore and everything um i'll probably watch that but dude like the game handles so well like you i'm I'm pretty excited so i'm still deciding if i want to play it with keyboard and mouse or controller i know you're going to say controller because that's like your favorite medium i just prefer that that feels more natural to me because I've been playing with a controller since I'm five. I played Borderlands and Borderlands 2 with keyboard and mouse, so I'm kind of like really? used to that. I love sniping with a mouse. It's the best shit mm. ever. Yeah, it's super smooth. It's so smooth. So I'm probably going to okay. try it with both. Although the run and gunning seems really fun with a uh, keyboard, so, or with a controller. So I'm going to try both out. Try the siren. Oh, I was going to play I Cast Fist no matter what. Yeah, uh, I feel like you'd really like her. Uh, mm-hmm. If I make another character, I'm kind of hoping they do something where, like, once you've hit level 30, like they did in Borderlands 2, you get an instant Ultimate 30. Ultimate Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, so you get, like, an instant 30 to start with. So, like, okay, I could already have, like, I don't have to grind. Like, I'm already here. I already have some powers. Because I'm going to make a Siren, mm-hmm. like, instantly. I didn't want to play the Siren because each game... I, I cast fist. I want to try something different, yeah. And I played the Siren. I played Maya. In two. In two. And you know what? Lilith is such a better character than Maya. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love Lilith. Um, Although they really rounded Lilith out in two, so... Yeah. We're, we're kind of seeing it as she's progressed. But... Um, I played the soldier, I played Roland in the first one, then I played Maya in the second one, so I went from soldier to siren to... I kind of just wanted to play something that was different, and I didn't want to play stealth, because that's what's kind of cool about Flack, you can play him stealth, or you can play him like real mm-hmm. tanky, real heavy. Like, I have a I have a pet, and I can send the pet out. So I have a little like, spider um, ant. I have a spider ant pet. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I have a spider ant pet, and I named him Neil. Neil? Yeah, because I just was like, what's a dude like, name? Like Patrick Harris or DeGrasse Tyson? Like... Like Neil Goldman. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. And then, oh, so then, like, you kind of have, like, two ults in a way, kind of? Yeah, you get an ult depending on what way you you tree. I do know that. So you get get two, and I have Neil, and Neil kind of, like, I can say, like, I can point at an enemy, hold L1, and then it's like... Neil, Neil kill! Neil will go and, like, do a significant amount of damage, but then I also have Rax on command. Racks on racks on racks. <laughs> yeah, yes. There's actually, uh, I think, a perk called racks on racks. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Where it just you throw out more racks, and I'm playing and I'm shooting. I'm shooting fucking. What are they? Skags? Probably the little dog things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shooting skags and I throw out racks and he goes pocket racks and I went oh like a king of the hill. Oh, that's so fucking good. I can't. I cannot get over how good it is. I cannot get over how good it is. And I'm, like, I'm quite excited. I'm at 10%. And I hate video games. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, 
I think we all know at this point. You've made it quite clear. Yes. And like, <laughs> like it, it's got me really excited for... And, like, all I see is people on Twitter going, like, the only thing bad about Borderlands 3 is that I can't spend all day playing it. And I was like, oh, and my God. And also, Randy Pittsford is uh, terrible. Yeah, he's an alleged pedophile. Yes. And he overworks his staff. Yes. And he steals money. Yes. And he's a magician. Is he? Yeah. You didn't watch the fucking conference? He ruined that conference. He's like, Borderlands 3 is coming out, and you all know Borderlands 3 is coming out, but we're going to show you the DLC for 2, we're going to show you that we've remade 1, and then we're going to show you the Tiny Tina card game, but I'm going to do a magic trick. Oh, yeah, I remember like, that. I remember that. For like that. 35 minutes, and he fucked up the magic trick, or not he fucked it up, the camera fucked up the magic trick, because I don't think they anticipated fucking alleged pedophile McGee to come out with a deck of cards <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and fucking and like you can see that I saw how the trick worked so if anything I think the fucking allegiance of magic should look into that and see if maybe he should have his magician's license revoked but he's yeah. also given away he's also given away fucking uh, keys on his twitter so mm, doesn't make him any more likable no he's still not no. a not a he's still skeevy person yeah i mean you know the whole alleged sex parties with children you know and that's, again again that's i keep some... saying alleged so you can't sue me and it's only slander if it's true i think something like that okay google How can I tell if something is slander? According to Bob Kraft, if a defamatory statement is written, it is considered libel. If the statement involves speaking of words, it is considered slander. If a statement is made directly to the subject of the statement with no third parties listening, it is not slander. Interesting. I said alleged, though, right? You said allegedly, but we could tack on an in Minecraft if you want. A what? We could tack on an in Minecraft if you want. What do you mean? Like, oh, I'm gonna go out and um, commit a crime in Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that, yeah. My friends and I do that, it's so funny. (laughs) So, just put, like, an asterisk and put in Minecraft? In Minecraft, yeah. (laughs) After every time I say alleged? Yeah. In Minecraft. Alright, cool. Um, that's really fucking funny. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, whenever we talk about gamers rising up, in Minecraft. <laughs> uh, it's fucking phenomenal. I'm quite it's excited. So I'm, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm going to be playing a lot of it in December. So, Declan, please fucking buy it for the PlayStation. Yes. Please. Play with me and yes. Kyle. We'll make all new characters. We'll already know the story. We'll just fucking pal around. I'll, prob- I'll grab it before winter break. Okay, I'm going to tell you something, and I, and I don't think it's a spoiler, but I thought it was awesome, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah, go you for it. You know how you can collect, like, heads? Mm-hmm. We did a mission, and the head I unlocked was a VR headset for Flack. That's so cool. So he's wearing, like, a little Vive. That's awesome. Yeah, so I it, I don't think it's super spoily. I just... Nah, that's a cosmetic item. Um, fucking, yeah, dude. Yeah, I you... can't wait to cast Punch. You know what's a really, really hard thing to do, though? Hmm. Come up with really, really good segues. Oh yeah, segues are difficult. So I just Fallout D and D. Haha, we're here. Haha, we're here now. <laughs> so take it away. So, as you guys may have seen on the channel this week, we uploaded 
Fallout D&D. It's the first episode of our series of uh, exploring the wastelands together as uh, as friends and uh, maybe enemies. We're unsure what's, yet. What's the name of the show, Declan? It is Atomic Tabletop. So, I just wanted to, like, chat about it for a little bit. I want to yes. get your opinion, because you are a player in my game. Um, just for a little bit of context, this is a game that I have been writing for a couple of years now. It's been a kind of conversion uh, effort of getting the 5e rules, uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, uh, and converting them and making them work with a Fallout setting, and uh, making some new mechanics to kind of uh, grease the wheels there. So, my friend, are you having yes. fun? I know we just recorded episode two. That's no, going to come out next month. Of course I'm having fun. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. We've... So... How long have we been playing this? More or less? Um, more or less, like, three years. No, we've, uh, we've, we've started... We started before Fallout 4 came out. Yeah, you're right, we did. So, yeah, longer. It's like three, four years even going on now. And yeah, guess because... what? The book's still not done. <laughs> no, it never will be. They keep making new editions of D&D. Um, it's... It's really... I don't... Okay, so I'll be completely honest. I'm not super into... Um, oh, shit. Hold on. Speaking of D&D, there's a story I wanted to tell you. Hold on. Take okay. it back to what we were just talking about real quick. <laughs> I play D&D with Kyle on Sundays. Mm-hmm. We do it over Discord. As, and, as do I, but I was absent this Sunday because my router exploded. So, so I showed up late. I got home late from work. I had a bunch of shit I had to take care of, and I was, like, cooking and whatever. And I join in. It's, like, 7.30. I go, hey. And Kyle goes, hey. And I go, Kyle. Like, without even saying anything else, I go, Kyle, what are you doing after this? And he's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was like, you know what, I'm, what I want to do. And he's like, yes, I know. And I was like, all right, we'll talk about it later. And then he went to bed because he said he wasn't feeling well. But that's fair. I'm not super into fantasy D&D. Doesn't mean I don't like it. It's just I'm not super, like, I don't, I, can't, I have a hard time getting engrossed into it. And I think you can kind of attest for this. When I DM'd my game, uh, it's not so much a fantasy game as it is almost like Shrek. It's more Hear of a political out. drama. Well, yes, but it's more of in the sense of, like, how Shrek was fantasy Hollywood. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, elves and dwarves and gnomes and orcs all coexist. Right. It's it's honestly the the, the world it's the world that Martin Luther King Jr. truly envisioned for us, <laughs> but fantasy, and the fantasy dream, yeah. But when I play Fallout with D&D, extra capitalism, just drizzled on there. Oh, of course, because everything is controlled by money. But when I play Fallout D and D, I can kind of get into it more. And I think it's because I'm more familiar with the world. Like, I know the world. Like, I don't know in the forest of the Moonwood you can find yourself moss that grows upon all sides of the tree. That moss can be taken and turned into the witch's brew. Like, that doesn't <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. But, like, mm-hmm. when you find some fucking psycho addict who's, like, under a bridge, like, I just, I just fucking, I, I need mole rat piss. I need mole rat piss so I can make better drugs. I'm like, yes. Yes, this I will is what get I you that piss, my friend. You, yes, and then when you give me money, I'll fucking kill you, and then take all of your drugs and sell them. Like, hmm, it just fucking—I I understand it, I appreciate it, and I—I I think I just uh, 
I think all around I just like the idea of the end of the world because even my fucking <laughs> Fallout world, or I'm sorry, my D&D world is after an apocalypse. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but I I really, like, so it's, it's I play Ron Gulman. Attorney at Law. Attorney at Law. Cool Uncle Kyle plays Dr. Victor Steinman. Doctor. Uh, the good doctor. And our buddy Chris plays a disciple of Adam named... Praise be. Bask in his glow. Named Gabriel. And the first episode... I mean, go watch it. Like, Yeah, go, go listen to it. Uh, I could do like episode, a little... Yeah, little, give like, me a synopsis. Give me a little... little synopsis. Or a little, like, teaser. So... After the long journey through the Radroach Canyon, the uh, the gang arrives in the capital wasteland. They disembark their um, their Skyrim cart right at Evergreen Mills, where they have a, a run in with uh, with some raiders looking for uh, looking for trouble, and they uh, get a little tip about who's really running this wasteland. If you're interested, if you're interested. Click on the the little thing. We're gonna put it up there. Oh, you know or, how to do that? There. Yeah, I know how to do that. Cool, do that, please. I'll put that. In I could the I could show part. you how to do that if you want. Well, I mean, I don't upload the videos. You do. Yeah, true. But all you need to do is uh, write down the timestamp that this ends up being, so that I don't have to search. Forever. Okay. No, I normally do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part. So so little backstory on my character. Um, Ron Gulman is a ghoul from the pre-war who is a lawyer. So, uh, like, in our past game, when I first played Ron, before we made this new game, there was something where, like, a raider was like, we're gonna kill you. And I was like, ah, that's illegal. And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, yeah, I could, I could bring you in front of a, a jury and in a courtroom in front of a judge, and then you could be sentenced, because I, I have on... Uh, so I have, like, a really high um, lying, like, a really high charisma. So I could be like, ah, I have a recording of you lying. And they could be like, what do you mean you have a recording? And I could whip out, like, a little blank hollow tape and be like, this has you this has you saying that you're going to kill me and that's evidence. And, like, while all this is going on, it's enough to let the party, like, sneak around the back and kill him. Mm-hmm. So It's kind of like a little bit Ace Attorney, but more unhinged. <laughs> It's it's probably more Harvey Birdman than, <laughs> uh, but it's it's. I also like giving myself challenges when I play, so I really like that Ron does fucking no damage. Mm-hmm. Like, so far like in this game, you've dealt zero point zero damage. I've taken a knife, or I've taken a knife from somebody. And I'm like, hey, stop it! But like, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We just we just recorded our our, our episode that'll be coming out. Uh, in the next installment, so I don't want to say anything, give it away, but, but I enjoy it. It's some fun really, stuff. Really Do really stay like tuned. Yeah, actually, hold on. Where's my little book? Here, let me show you something. Instead of are oh, you gonna show your character sheet? sheet? Yeah, instead of having a character sheet, it's not finished, but I made a character sheet in a little notebook. So like, here's my here's my special. There's my modifiers, and there's like oh, my I love efficiency it. bonus. Declan can't see it. I've seen it in the past. And then I have, like, my health and whatnot over here and, like, my saving throws. And and it's my character, my character of Ron carries around a little notebook with him and a little pen in his breast pocket of his jet. So, like, I wear a suit, right? And Like a dirty pre-war suit. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, that suit's only a 14 out of 20. 
bitch. Uh, so, so like, I keep it in my breast pocket, and, like, I whip it out, and, like, I take notes in there, and... I don't know. I just really like it. I think it'll be a really fun show. Uh, mm-hmm. They're coming out right now. They're going to come out once a month because they're they take a lot to long. produce. They take a lot to edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes takes definitely at least a week, if not more, to get through it and put up all the pictures and put in this and that and whatever. And I'm also composing and doing original art for them coming yeah. down the line. So that stuff takes a lot of time. Yeah. So it's we're gonna we're gonna. I would like to have them coming out a little sooner, but for right now with what we have maybe ideally we it have... would release like other D podcasts and be a bi-weekly thing but the editing is just a lot for my current workload well i don't even think it's so much the editing because it's just sitting down and listening i think it's more yeah. of the assets the assets mm-hmm. is the pain in the ass you know yeah. what i mean pain in the assets <laughs> yeah uh i don't know i think i think i'd like to really have a do you have anything you want to say about fallout D? I, no, I, I kind of took it over. I'm sorry. No, I'm just like super excited to continue the story. I, it's hard playing so infrequently because I just want to keep keep producing content. Um, but it's hard to, play, to get everyone's schedules all together. We used to play back in the day, which is like a Wednesday or some shit. We mm-hmm. used to play three to four days a week for like six hours at a time. Nah, not yeah. three to four days a week. Yeah, we, we, we did. played other we played other games though. We played the fantasy game at Kyle's house. Yeah, we okay. We but we were playing three a lot of D and D four times a week between two or three different games. Yeah, because you were playing at school, we were playing at Kyle's house, and we were playing Fallout D and D. And sometimes we would play at Kyle's house twice a week. Sometimes we'd play at your house twice a week. We were playing three to four times a week. Yeah. I stopped watching The Walking Dead because of D&D. That's Back a lot. The Walking, but it was also when The Walking Dead was starting to get very much, that's over there, let's get it. Oh no, something's in the way. Now we've got it. But there's something over there that we need now. But um, Oh, someone's trying to take our shit. I don't know, I don't remember where you, because I remember hearing you say it, I think you might have said it in the first D&D episode. We were playing Fallout D&D so much that I started to think in Ron's voice. Mm-hmm. And I was working at a job, and I remember going, oh, shit, I gotta move things. Like, it wasn't even <laughs> like, it wasn't even like, there's raiders to the west. It was just, I was thinking, and I was listening to... I have to, to get the bread and milk. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was listening to something recently with a writer from an Adult Swim show, and he said when a show ended that he was working on for like three years, there was characters that were talking in his head trying to write episodes. So I was wow, like, maybe was I was on to something. <laughs> um, but I think, going back to assets, I think I think the assets are going to be so... Like, even if we don't have them all right now, I think it's going to be so nice to kind of sit there and watch it. Because we have our Discord screen up when we play, so you can see yeah. the roles. You can see uh, what's happening. But what I, what I really want to see... Is, is someone else who deals with a lot of assets and see how they kind of manage them. And I think mm-hmm. the best person to ask for that would be Shane Ivers. Shane Ivers? You know, that dude deals with a lot of assets. You want to know what the favorite asset that he deals with for us? Tell me. It's Feather Duster. Oh? If you want to get Feather Duster, that's our intro music, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince. Yes. Some good shit. It's good stuff. It is. It's great. Would you tell the folks at home about our social media channels? 
Alright. It's 2019. About to be 2020. We're on everything. We're on everything. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Good stuff. Some other place. If, you if can find all that. I think we have a Facebook. We do. Is it updated? Think... Nope. No, because it's like a 35 and older club Facebook. Yeah, we're we're not boomers yet, so we can't use it. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, the only time I ever go on Facebook is if I want to see if boomers are still talking about Brad's wife. Still kicking. <laughs> and minion memes. <laughs> I, went on, I went on, on my old Twitter, I went on a fucking tirade about uh minion memes i just posted like 40 of them i just went on like mom minion mom facebook pages and posted like 40 uh, of them in a night but if you want to I follow me it. on my new twitter that doesn't have any minion memes on it uh you can follow my twitter there'll be a link to that in the description the same with declan also go on my twitter uh yes. and there's a tweet there about a woman in a jazzy scooter who's cuddling her pet skunk in the middle of walmart yes i did yeah. see that uh, little story about that. I was in Walmart and I saw Noah's sister, mm-hmm. and I saw her from like the entire other end of the store. And I ran up to her and I was like, Ugh! "And she's You're like, not are you following me?" Saw. No, I was like, are, "She's like, are you following me?" And I went, "We can talk about that later." Did you see? And at the same time, we went a woman with a skunk. And I was like, I was like, all right, good. I wasn't having a fucking stroke. She was sitting there like, Jesus. like she was sitting there and you, I'm doing it in the video. She's like cuddling her skunk like you'd cuddle a cat. And I'm like, who the fuck let Pepe Le Pew in the building? <laughs> oh, dude, it was just fuck. Okay, so you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow Declan on Twitter and follow the show on Twitter. All the links will be in the description below. I love Twitter. And there's also a link to our Discord where you can come and hang out. You can come and have a chat, have a talk, have a have a this, have a that, make some friends. Uh, yeah. We also have a link down there to our merch that we constantly forget to plug. Uh, it's our Redbubble. You can buy some stickers. You can buy a duvet, a clock, a mug, a shirt, shorts, a bag. Uh, we'll do a lot of shorts. stuff. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit. Check you it out. We can get our logo printed on basically whatever. I think a hoodie. Um, there's actually a few ideas for merch I had that I want to run by you, so... Um, and they're super easy to make. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you very much. Uh, I love you. I want to take things further. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that was fucking there, dumb, I'm sorry. With 62 <laughs> episodes, uh, I'm ready to move on. Um, <laughs> fucking sorry. If you're watching us on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Leave us a little comment. You know, even if you give us, give us a thumbs down, it's still engagement, so we don't really lose out. But don't do that. Yeah, please don't go say thumbs down. We love you. I need validation. Uh, share it with a friend. Share it with your mother. Share it with your grandmother. Share it with your aunt, sister's twice-removed cousin three times on your dad's side. Uh, you can find us on every podcasting app where all podcasts are sold. Oh, uh, what else, Declan? Did I forget anything? We have some wonderful folks that have given us money. Oh, how do I fucking... Yes. So, if you want to see our show grow stronger and grow better, you can support us on Patreon. You don't have to. Atomic Radio Hour is always going to be free. But always. if you want to just, like, show a little bit of love, you can sh- uh, shoot us a couple bucks and you get some exclusive rewards and stuff. Um, one of those rewards is getting a shout-out, and I'd like to shout-out our friends. We have the Friendly Companion Cube. And Noah. Bow. Thank um, you so much, also, guys. You're keeping the lights on. 
we have in the $10 tier of our Patreon, if you like Atomic Tabletop, you'll be entered into a raffle to be able to play with us. Yeah. Um, we're still kind of getting the show started, so we have to kind of see how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in the $10 raffle, if you're in the $10 tier or above, we'll get in contact with you as soon as we can to kind of work it out. Uh, we're still kind of trying to figure out how this works logistically. Mm-hmm. Um, so just give us a minute. I know we announced the show in like February. It takes a lot of planning. Yeah, it's a lot of moving. And when we're dealing with, we're dealing. I mean, he doesn't listen. Chris doesn't listen, so I'll fucking talk shit on him. Like Chris, <laughs> Chris showed up like a half an hour late, and I was e- extremely upset with him. And then he was trying to leave early. Um, he knows what he did. It's fine. He knows and and uh, yeah, so it's it's when you're dealing with four people to add in a fifth. We just have to fucking look at things so like i said hopefully starting soon if you're in that tier or above 10 or above we can we will we will enter you into being able to have a spot at our table um other than that thank you for listening thank you uh i guess we'll see you next week guys we'll be seeing you when we see you well technically if you'll be seeing wait, us wait what does your dad say if I don't but, see you through the week, I'll see you through the window. All right, everybody, bye. <laughs> Atomic Radio Hour.